Hello, 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 loyal followers. Uh, welcome to episode 30 of Law School in Grief. What up? Yeah. So during this unprecedented time, Lydia and I have uh, decided to do this recording. And typically, you don't know this because you're you're just the listeners. Uh, but we, we do have a bit of a script. And typically, we talk for about 10 or 15 minutes before we start recording just to kind of get everything out of our system before putting on our professional pants and recording, <laughs> recording it's not this a script. It's like an outline. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's you fair. Know? That's fair. It's yeah. a, it's an outline. We're not reading off of a script. That's, I don't know if you can tell but <laughs> we're not reading off a script. Um, but today I, you know, we just decided this is such a weird moment. We might as well, uh, Capture. Get it all out with y'all, you know? Yeah. Capture the, <laughs> the unfiltered feelings and thoughts. Exactly. Yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> so it has been 13 days since our last recording. Um, but it which feels would've... like a lifetime, my God. It does feel like a lifetime. And that's even including all the texting we've done in between. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean... Regardless of coronavirus, it probably would have been about 13 days in between recordings because I spent the last week in finals mode uh, because I'm on the trimester system. So I took yeah, my criminal law final. I'm done as of like whoop, whoop. a few hours ago, I'm done. How do you feel about the Criblon contracts exam? How do I feel about I mean, it? I, I can't <laughs> imagine it being like a priority right now but I'm sure it was for you because it's like your finals but like I'm so not in finals mode right now <laughs> like right. I can't imagine I really can't so I'll tell you th- I'll tell you this it was really hard to be in finals mode in the last five days mm. um for so many reasons uh one the last week of classes happened well I suppose last week but I mean coronavirus was you know uh very prevalent on everybody's mind. And so I skipped the last day of contracts, which I mean, I, I had excused absence absences left. So I thought, you know what? I don't really need to review this in person. I can stay home. Um, and then on Friday night, I had a group of friends over, uh, a couple classmates, their partners, we played games and we all kind of joked like, all right, I guess this is the, this is the last time we'll be seeing you until after spring break. But then, like the next day we got an email that said, oh, classes are actually being moved online at least through April 10th. Um, so that joke kind of became a little bit more serious <laughs> a little quickly. Uh, and one would think that in a, like one would think that the best time to study for a law school exam would be during a, I don't know, a self-quarantine. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, and like I think last trimester, if you had said to me, Megan, there's an option to, you know, uh, in a socially acceptable and academically acceptable way, self quarantine before a final, I would have been like, yes, how much do I pay you to do this? <laughs> <laughs> but now that it's happening, I it again, like I have to put my phone on airplane mode. I have to self-quarantine within my self-quarantine to make myself wow. study because the world is it feels like it's on fire a little bit how do you feel? I mean you're on spring break how do you feel oh yeah so my 
my update. I mean, I have more, I have a more thorough update, but yeah, I'm still on spring break. WashU extended our spring break a week, I think, to figure out what to do about this. And then we're going to go online as well. But that also makes this feel surreal because I haven't had like pressing responsibilities. Um, yeah, but, but, but wait, I, I still want to know how you feel like you did on the exams. Oh, um, so (laughs) (laughs) great question. Thank you for asking. Um, I feel like I did. Okay. I don't know. It's so hard to tell. Uh, because I mean, so on both of the exams, I did not encounter anything that I was unfamiliar with. So Mm -hmm. thank you, baby Jesus. Um, (laughs) and I, and I had a, a, 15 minutes left over on each so I could go back over my answers but oh I'm, I mean I never have time left over I'm always like one minute left boom submit Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you ever done a multiple choice exam for a final yeah my finals have included multiple choice but it's never like the whole exam so my There's crim always- final my crim final had like 47 or 48 multiple choice questions that's too many it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot yeah it took it took probably an hour and 20 minutes of the three hours and 15 minutes we were given um but i you know i don't know how to feel because now that i have gone through the exam cycle once before i am intimately familiar with how the curve can absolutely ruin you (laughs) Mm-hmm. or make you right like i've experienced kind of like both ends of that spectrum um at the risk of being too candid but i so i've i i like i said before in in previous episodes i have retooled my my exam strategy and i started going to tutoring and i felt like that paid off big time in my exams great. yeah i mean just like because in my first trimester I'm sitting down to take these exams it's like okay I have I've read the prompt I have all this knowledge and I'm like how do I format it how do I put it all down this time I was like okay I have all this knowledge and I know how to format it and here we go wow <laughs> yeah but and I mean this this actually bleeds a little bit into like highs and lows and mes but so t- about 48 hours before our criminal law exam, we were told that it was moving from an in-person exam to an online exam. Um, that was your first exam. So both exams ended up being online? Both ended up being online, but we okay. didn't get affirmative confirmation that contract right. was going to be online until I think like Wednesday morning, which gave us a little over 24 hours to prepare. I mean, at that point, I could have like deduced it was going to be online. Um, given the state of, of the world, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think we should also maybe explain, like, I know what you're talking about, but for the sake of the listener, who's never been to law school, all mm-hmm. exams are online. Like when nope, you go nope. in, all exams on, are but, offline. <laughs> well, okay. Well, what I mean is like, when you go, at least at WashU, when you go in to take an exam, you're using a software in a classroom on your computer that then when you press submit, submits it online. Right, right, right. So right, right, that right. is still the same, but you're in like a structured setting 
in a school. And like when you're on the software, it blocks you from using the internet. It's still a closed book exam. Like you can't use your computer like a computer. Right. But you still need to have like internet connection to submit it. And Megan, what is the format that you had your exams in that differs from what I just described? Ooh, okay. So everything Lydia said, still true. Like when you're when you open up the exam software, it locks your computer out of the ability to do anything but operate within that exam software. However, when we moved our exams, quote unquote, online, it made it so that in in an effort to be fair to everybody, it was an open note exam. And this is because, and I hate to say it, <laughs> I hate to say it because I want to believe in the goodness of what? everybody. But okay. So if you're sitting at home, like I'm, let's just create a hypothetical situation, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. You're in law school, which means baseline, you're a touch of a gunner. Like you, you try, you care, you are a good student, but also you might be a t- a wee bit competitive. Okay. Yeah. Um, in law school, in case you haven't picked up on this yet, loyal followers, uh, everything is about, or a lot of it is about your class rank and the curve, which if you're being graded on the curve, essentially your success necessitates somebody else's failure. <laughs> you are only as good as your classmate is bad. So when, you, when you're told that you can take an exam online from the comfort of your own home, immediately, and I'll speak in I sentences at this point, but when I found out that our <laughs> exams were online, I thought, oh, shit. If they don't make this open book, I know that all it takes is like a couple of people who think, you know what? I need to look at my notes in order to make sure that I do well on this exam to completely ruin the curve. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, for about 24 hours, was in a complete tizzy thinking, oh no, like my success is now completely dependent on somebody else's failure, but that somebody else might be taking this exam completely against honor code, yeah. open note. And, yeah. and I, With this no is not like no one would it, ever find out. No one would ever know. You're and, supposed to memorize that information anyway. So if you quote it it's not like you're dropping something so obscure and getting so many extra points that they're going to suspect that you're cheating it's just yeah Yeah. it's just easy to get away with it's it is yeah it absolutely and so um thankfully elon made it an open note exam for both my criminal law and my contracts exam however this means that you know for in my in my case I went to my my Aunt Joan's house. Shout out Aunt Joan. <laughs> she lives in the forest <laughs> outside of Chapel Hill. So I drove about an hour and she has the most serene home. I mean, she's this like wonderful poet who lives a very quiet, brilliant existence. And I thought, where would I want to take a very stressful exam? Oh, at Aunt Joan's house. <laughs> so yes. I went over there. Yeah, I mean. And she made me coffee and brought me cake. And I took this exam, open book, open notes, um, both of them. Uh, I forget where I was that going That sounds with this. way better than going into school. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I was compa- on my drive home. I was comparing just my, my physical state, 
last trimester to this trimester. And I remember yeah. walking out of my exams last trimester. Sweating and like trembling. Actually sweating me? and actually trembling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. reeked of BO when I got home. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I had to absolutely. like change my shirt, take a shower, like calm <laughs> down. Right. I remember last trimester, I didn't even want to get up to pee because I was like, that's a that's one minute of time that I'm gonna need at the end. Like this time, I was like, I got up and I stretched. I went to the bathroom. I ate a piece of cake. I had a big and swig you still of coffee. Had 15 minutes at the end. I'm impressed. Do not freak me out about this. Yes, I still had 15 minutes at the end. That's <laughs> not a bad thing. <laughs> no, that's great. I also attribute that to just more effective exam prep. Like last last trimester, yeah. I just thought I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna dump everything I know onto this page. <laughs> This time it was way more strategic. But anyway, the the last minute move of exams online was so anxiety inducing because I had spent the entire trimester preparing to essentially try to be better than my classmates at remembering shit, (laughs) which is just such a, again, like I'm not advocating for this as being the way that we assess somebody's knowledge of of it, of a topic. But law school makes it that way, especially in your 1L year. You have to be better at remembering and formatting and organizing. Um, So when you ask me how do I feel like I did on this exam, I have no way of knowing because it was open book and they made it open book. Yeah, like I have no way of knowing. So – I could. I wish I could say that I feel like a huge pressure has been lifted now that I've taken these exams, yeah. um, but I don't. <laughs> you just have to wait for weeks for the grades. Yeah. And, but you feel like you you recognize the material. You didn't bomb it. Like you you just don't know how you compare to other people since it was open note for everyone. But you exactly. still are like, well, I gave it my best. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, well, that's, absolutely that's, all of that. That's great. Now you're on spring break. What are you going to do? Lydia. <laughs> what? What? Okay. I can mean, I... what can you do? Yeah, you have to sell, you have to isolate. <laughs> but like, what are you going to do in your house? <laughs> okay. Can I just, can we just set aside 30 seconds? And I'm taking this straight from John Oliver. If anyone watches last week tonight with John <laughs> Oliver, he had a 30 second like pity party. <laughs> and oh. I feel the need to like do the same thing just for a minute. Can, can you? Do you consent? I'm pulling up the um oh here we go. The the app with the noise effects. Here we go. Okay. Cut me off when I've reached 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay, ready? Start yep. the clock. <laughs> now. Okay. So I recognize that this complaint is deeply steeped in the knowledge that I have privilege because of my age and my health and my ability to quarantine, knowing that I have a secure income via student loans. Okay. But all of that said, who I am a little bit peeved because my spring break was supposed to be this really fun, like nine day long party where a couple of my friends visited me from LA and they'd planned this essentially since July. And it was going to be at the end of my trimester and it was the thing that I was looking forward to and it's also my birthday and it's my golden birthday which means that it was my 29th birthday on the 29th day of March 
which is like, you know, not a huge deal, but it only ha happens once in a lifetime, and I'm going to be in motherfucking quarantine, so ugh, I'm a little bit annoyed, and I already miss my friends and my family. My reasonable Ugh. aunt Kathy was coming to visit, and she had I to know. cancel her visit. It's literally like hit after hit after hit, and I was supposed to run this half marathon, and Ugh. I knew I wasn't actually going to be able to finish. I was probably going to commute it down to the five-miler, but even still, I was going to spend the weekend in Charlotte. It was going to be super fun. And wow, I'm cutting really? you off. Okay. That was a whole minute, but you just you gave me a minute. I was like, "There's no way this is only 30 seconds." <laughs> you were just on a roll. I was impressed how fast you were talking. You had a lot to say. I couldn't cut you off. You had like just gotten through your disclaimer at like 20 seconds. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, this is probably why I got a 4.5 out of five on my oral argument. <laughs> she was like, "Please stop talking." Wait, that's good. Oh yeah. God. Thank you, Professor Oaks, who is now. One of our loyal followers on Twitter. That's right. You heard it here first. <laughs> I guess that's like kind of a high. So, <laughs> sorry, I had I still I have the app open. So, <laughs> so okay, I'm gonna give you a, a little high here, and then I'm gonna insist that you begin talking because I'm sick of hearing my voice. But I'm loving this. <laughs> I'm I'm just fully just ranting and raving. Just like. Everything. Law yeah. school in brief, unhinged quarantine <laughs> edition. Um, no, so uh, last week or last recording, I told you that we have a Twitter, and I said we had zero followers. Well, guess what? We what? have ten followers now. Yay! And one of our loyal followers actually DM'd me today. Um. This is this DM came directly from Rachel, whose yes, handle is Rachel. Yeah, at Frankenstein on Twitter. Rachel sent us a video of a very hilarious two-minute parody video uh, of online learning for law students. <laughs> it features cats. If you want to know what I'm talking about, you should follow us at Law School N Brief. That's L A W S C H O O L. <laughs> The letter N, B R I E F. If you follow in the next 10 minutes, you'll be sent a quarantine care package. <laughs> just kidding. Which is just a little <laughs> vial full of my tears <laughs> and shredded up newspapers because I was going to decoupage something and then decided not Ooh. to. Why not? Why aren't you going to decoupage something? Because instead I got this massive paint by numbers canvas that's probably <gasps> going to take me three years to finish, but I am dedicated. Oh, that sounds like a great indoor activity. Hold on. You, we, we had your sad trombone one minute long pity party about what you're not doing over spring break, but uh -huh. what are you doing over spring break? <sighs> Law That's... school and brief unhinged is just me asking you questions and you're not <laughs> answering. Them. I know, I'm so sorry. My no, brain okay. is, is a Do little you... scattered from four I'm hours just of constant me. concentration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, what am I doing with spring break? You're doing this paint by numbers thing. I'm doing paint by numbers. I'm going to, I'm, 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 I'm probably just going to clean the apartment and go on really long walks. Mm. Um, I actually took Leon, our golden retriever on a five mile walk yesterday, but by the time we got home, wow. his paws were bloody. So <laughs> we're not going to do that again. Um, oh my, is he okay? He's fine. He, I should actually post a photo to the Twitter. He, um, He's fine. He's he has lots of ointment and uh, Rimadel, which is like a, it's like a dog Tylenol. Um, and we also have him wearing on his back paws. He's wearing pairs of like, uh, 
Nike socks, like because like little indoor boots. (laughs) So it's pitiful, and I feel so bad. And he doesn't even want to go outside anymore. He's like, "Wow, the last time you took me outside, you walked me for three hours." (laughs) My gosh. Anyway, so things are falling apart over here. (laughs) Oh wow. Well, I've done nothing with my extended spring break. It's very hard for me to concentrate. When did your spring break begin and when does it end? So our like official spring break was last week and we got a, um, we got like a, an email halfway through last week saying like, Hey, we're going to go online with classes. And then, you know, next week is an extended spring break. And then basically our semester goes one week later. So we'll end later. So we don't, we don't, because ha- a lot of us were like, oh my God, we're going to have to make up a week's worth of classes. Like seriously, week, yeah. Like, double the reading the week after and like double the like Zoom sessions and stuff. And anyways, it's not, luckily we don't have to like cram in extra class time on the video or anything. But man, yeah, I'm just thinking of how this podcast, how we record it in real time. And it keeps us, keeps me honest, at least me. Cause like last time I mentioned coronavirus on the show, I was like, I can't believe like WashU is like pulling funding for international travel. It should be the student's choice if they want to risk going abroad and, you know, whatever. I've thought it was well, like, I remember. Of our, yeah. And then, I mean, that was very, re- that was what maybe last episode, episode of the one before, but I definitely have read up more on the news uh, since spring break. So, you know, I'm just going to admit that I had no idea what was going on when I said that. But, wow. I just, like, the the restaurants are closed here. And, you know, I hear stories of people getting laid off from their jobs. And it makes me sad. And I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff going down that seems really heavy. I agree. In fact, I have a... I have a friend here in Greensboro who is a server and um, she had posted on Instagram that she got laid off from her job. And I mean, forgive my ignorance. And like, I have worked in the service industry, so I felt like I understood how that worked. But I mean, if, if a restaurant closes indefinitely, I guess I don't understand why you would lay people off. Like, why not just say the restaurant is closed indefinitely we will reopen when we can and you still have jobs. Like what, how does, yeah. do, you know, do you understand why no, that would be beneficial? I, I okay. don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. It could be like a, a mercy thing. I know at least in Massachusetts, like they're, they've extended unemployment benefits for a larger class of, people there's now a larger qualifying class of individuals who can get that so maybe if you're just like not actually laid off you wouldn't have access to that money but if you oh, are you yeah. would um yeah. i don't know i don't i haven't that's just a guess but well that's heavy. i mean for us like <laughs> when i got that i was and like i wasn't even like being an efficient worker over spring break you know the first few days of spring break you're kind of like chilling and then I had I had gotten to a place where I was doing some outlining I I got through a civ pro outline 
and like my first pass at my con law outline and then I'd compiled some of my notes for crim. Then when I got that email of like extend the spring break, I was like, meh, <laughs> you know, now I have permission <laughs> to really have a break. That's nice. And then I'll, I'll pick it back up next week. This week, what is today? Thursday? Haven't done yep. anything all week. I've done like I'll wake up and be like, okay, my goal for today is like one, create a Zoom account. Two, like um, cook dinner. Like that's it. Like I have like small <laughs> goals for the day so I can like check them off a list. And other than that, it's just like, you know, texting people to see how they're doing and like trying to keep on top of like the news that's coming out of the university. And right. So like, like our building is closed. We had a very specific time. We could go get things from the, our locker in the gym. And like, I had to go get my stuff from my locker in the law school, but I don't Wait, know. It's so just... are the, um, are the faculty and staff of the law school still on site because at Elon they are and like the the library is open you can go there but oh, classes no. are canceled in person so i think that they were on campus and then starting next week like all their classes are like when they're doing recordings of their classes they're not supposed to do that from school or something i'm not really sure what the faculty are doing but well yeah so that's my that's how the pandemic has impacted my spring break I mean, we're going to have to have a whole episode on online classes because I don't know what that's going to be like. I went to a practice class today. Like we all kind of like logged in and the teacher made sure, I mean, the professor made sure that like he, his internet bandwidth could like handle so many people on video at once. And like one of our professors, she's going to email out before class starts to say, hey, I'm going to call on you today. So have your video on and be ready. And everyone else should have their video off so that have it doesn't makeup overwhelm done. them. <laughs> yeah. Put a bra on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, but like last week, even like WashU didn't have this in place, you know, like it was starting to get very real in the news and WashU had just sent out an email that was like, Hey, if you're feeling ill, don't come in. And like when you read about how symptoms appear and like the gestation period for the virus and stuff, I'm like, um, if people are waiting that long, first of all, it's too late. Right. Also exactly what you were just talking about, about like the pressure of law school, like urging people to do unethical things. Right. I'm sitting there thinking like people are going to come in if they feel like the early symptoms and they're just going to not come in when they just can't stand it. Because earlier in this semester, people who definitely had flu-like symptoms, but they could physically bear coming to class. So they did. And so I'm like, okay, if if we tell people not to come when they don't feel ill, but then at the same time, we still have like these strict attendance policies. Yes. And... Like we have, what were the other things I I was getting so worked up about? Um, Oh yeah. Just like the lectures weren't, aren't recorded. And so like reading someone's notes is not the same as, as hearing a recording as I've talked about when I was sick earlier this semester. But so I I kind of like, I drafted this, these emails to my professors because I just kept waiting and waiting for WashU to announce something else, like some other policy. And I was like, Hey, professor, like, you know, if if WashU doesn't do something, can you individually like choose to record lectures and like relax your attendance policy? And I got like all these classmates of mine to like sign on to like 
and like be CC'd on the email and like sign their names, whatever. And then all the professors were like, look, hold on while she was about to do something. Don't worry. <laughs> and then they did. It was like very, even it was so much more uh, intense than I had even proposed in my. <laughs> right. You know, just like everything's online. Don't even come in for exams. Like you don't have the option to come in to meet with professors. None of that. It's just like social distancing period, like serious, which is good. It, it's you good, know? but I also, I mean, so like reeling that back in from a public policy standpoint to like an individual standpoint, how do you feel about the fact that your tuition dollars are being spent so differently than you anticipated? Um, and do you feel like your quality of education is impacted? I mean, I do. <laughs> Personally. Oh, yeah. The quality of education will be decreased. It's just harder to learn through a screen, I think, than in person. But, um, I mean, the tuition thing, like, the money's already spent. They've sure. already paid professors. They've already paid taxes. They've already done all of that. And so, I, I, in my mind, it's a sunk cost. And it's, like, it's just worth people not getting sick. It's just worth... Yeah, it's I, it's like kind of a balancing of like of bad things, not like how can I get the most for my tuition dollar? Right, like we're not like trying to bleed stone here. But Lydia, you had you had texted me earlier in the week and and told me about the email that your the dean of your law school had sent out and your response to it. And I feel like the listeners will definitely oh. want to hear about this. So tell, oh, 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 oh. Okay, yes, so. give them what they want. <laughs> okay, so another okay I just I think yeah last week I sent that email to the professors kind of like trying to start stuff you know I'm always trying about to like leniency in, in policies yeah, on, like, yeah, attendance. Yeah. yeah 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 so 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 then the school like made their classes online all right a couple of days go by then they send out an email like you know uh your mental health is really important, not just your physical health with the with this virus. Like, here's some options, things, places you can call, like resources through the school if you want to talk to someone. And I'm just like, if you really wanted to improve mental, I like kind of responded to this dean who I know and like. I shouldn't have been so snarky, but I responded with like this. You two were like, not you know? snarky. You were so <laughs> respectful. Really? Let me find. I read the email. Read it verbatim. Yeah, I'll read it verbatim. Let me find it in my screen. With too. the correct intonation. <laughs> uh, read it how you wow, meant it, and then read it how you think someone might take it. <laughs> Wait, where? I'm looking through our... What? Where did it go? You know what? I don't even see it. Oh, thread. you're not getting out of this. I'm reading it. <laughs> Are wait, you ready? Wait, wait. I'll find it. I'll find it. I found it. I found it in my own pictures. Okay. Hi, Dean. Fill in the blank. Is the school considering making all classes pass fail this semester? I think that would go the furthest for mental health, Lydia. <laughs> hey, that's girl. I, that's how I read it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess you could read it with like a Is the school considering making all classes pass fail this semester? I think that would go furthest for mental health. Yeah, you could read it like that. But I mean, it, 
I could Neither have phrased sound it. bad to me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, like, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. I that would actually go the furthest for mental health. Uh, yeah, it would be like the actually. Immediate. Actually, I think yeah. the furthest that it could go for mental health would be if you made a pass fail. <laughs> well, so then the dean responded within like a couple minutes saying, we're considering options for grading and we'll get back to you. And this was like no one in our group chat had really been talking about this. This was, was Monday. And so, like, I sent that screenshot of, of her response, and people were like, what? Whoa. And it is, like, we will f- soon find out what happens with this grading, because this is very contentious. Um, but this was maybe the only, like, not faux pas that I've made in that group me that I explained <laughs> last time. <laughs> I was just like, hey, you know... <clears throat> We should do something about this. It got a lot of likes. And then, of course, I didn't actually end up doing all of the hard work. Our student bar association reps for the 1L class made a survey. 95% of the 1L class has responded to it. That's more than 200 people. And, like, the majority do want um, pass-fail, which is cool. But basically, here's the argument. Because if you're listening to this, you're going to be like, look, you've worked this hard all semester. Why, Why don't you want grades? But... Like, there's just so, like, if the top priority right now is our health, and there's some folks who, like, now that classes are online, they've gone back home, it's, it's, it might be, like, more difficult to concentrate there. Maybe it's better for some people to concentrate when they're at home and, like, around family who's cooking for them and stuff. But, you know, maybe for some people they're not. Like, they've, they've assumed more responsibilities. Um, and it's literally any other priority other than grades. <laughs> Right. Or or three, like, even for those who do want to give school their top priority, like, maybe there's someone like me who's just, like, in their studio apartment in St. Louis just, like, waiting for online classes to start and have that going for them. But it's just harder to learn online. Um, and, like, like, we want to have the classes. We want to learn and stuff. But what would the grades from that final exam even mean? Like, what do they show in this context? Also, like, what we were just talking about, like, the cheating thing. Like, it's just very easy. Like, we have exams given to us, and we have, like, a 24-hour window to take them in. So it's, like, maybe it's a three-hour, 15-minute exam, like what you're talking about. But it's, like, you can take any time between 9 a.m. Tuesday and 9 a.m. Wednesday. And, like, all you have to do is collude with one or two other people so that you each tell each other the prompt. Like, someone takes it first. Yeah, someone it. starts it at 9 a.m., another person starts it yeah. at 10 a.m., another person starts it at 11 a.m., and you have... Yeah, someone starts at 9 a.m., finishes at noon, tells someone that person has three hours to think about it, draft it, and then they start it at 5, whatever. Like, 24-hour window, like, oh, my God, like, you could just... Oh! And it only takes a couple people to do that, to collude. Yeah. And be, so... Anyways, and also, that's... I feel like even in like an open note online take home exam, who, what knowledge are you awarding there? Are you awarding somebody's yeah. ability to regurgitate quotes that they wrote down, or are you, are you like, I'll I'll be the first to tell you, for my online exams, I you know wrote I I did a bunch of pre writes like Lydia, you many many episodes ago. Like we were talking about, I think this was back in January. We were yeah. talking about exam prep and you were like, I have this class. The final is online. 
or, or rather like a take home 24 hour exam. And I'm thinking I'm going to pre-write like all these different like answers. If, if I get a certain prompt and I was like, wait, what? I didn't get it. And then I was like, wait, no, that's stupid. Don't do that. <laughs> like, that makes no sense. But then when I had, you know, 36 hours to prepare for these online exams, I thought, what better way to spend my time than just kind of take a shot in the dark at what I think my professor is going to ask based on like our classes and the pre-writes or, and the prompts that he's given us and like pre-write the, the bulk of my answer. And then I can just like substitute the variables, like what the names are, what the scenario is. And I did that and it, and it completely worked. worked. Like, I mean, we'll see what my grade is, but I, I was like, oh, like we're going to talk about, you know, a specific kind of murder or like we're going to talk about what a contract is. Like I have two paragraphs pre-typed for you about what a contract is because I know you're going to ask me that. So so, you're not, I don't know. It's just, it's like. I can see how, because you did closed book exams last semester and expected these to be closed book, but I've done open book last semester and this semester. And I do think that you're still, testing someone on their understanding of the material because just imagine like sitting down with a an outline for a class you haven't taken or or that you like only barely understand the surface of true and like trying to take that exam by having that like knowledge like you still need to understand things and if you have a misunderstanding of it and you try to say like oh this party can file a 12b6 motion for failure to state a claim but you get it wrong. Right. Are you saying I mean, that that's true? Yeah. Like well. you're, you are to a certain extent being graded on your ability to issue spot. Yeah. And very um, quickly. So I don't yeah, know. I think true. open note exams still have, still have merit, but it does tighten up the curve because Ooh. you're taking away the memory part. But anyways, it's like, I, what do grades mean at this moment <laughs> with online uh, and and then I you know there are really good reasons to continue having grades like um there's I'm trying to think of them <laughs> I know I'm like you tell I mean, me Lydia what are the good what are the good reasons there's gonna be some people who are like really in their element with this like you don't have to go back and forth to school you just like you know you open up your computer you like you have your notes open in one window the thing open in another I don't know like in in one sense it doesn't really change things that much and like let's just keep going because we were all working expecting there to be grades and like some people didn't do as well as they wanted to last semester and have really put in the work this semester to raise their grade um and then some people are I mean that's that argument, like I empathize with the most, but it's just a concern of like, how do we balance that with the people I mentioned in the pro column who now have these other, you know, family responsibilities and stuff. But there's also a concern about like, what are hiring people going to do if your transcript has a whole column of P's, but like a lot of other schools have started to do this. So like, that's a benefit of people like kind of stepping in tandem together. There's just a lot of schools who are doing this thing. I was going to say, I I, I feel like there, there could be an argument for a call to the American Bar Association to 
view P's or passes um, for these like spring grades as good <laughs> or rather not just good, but yeah. like everybody should be viewed like equally. And if somebody has an A versus somebody who has a P, um, I think that they should be viewed equally. <laughs> there is, there were other options too that were kind of like what you're getting at. Like there's a high pass, pass, low pass, fail. And then a lot of people were saying, how about just high pass, pass, fail? And none of this like low pass nonsense. And then, oh my God, there was, there were two other options. One that like everyone is against. And then one that I was super for. Both, please. Tell me both. <laughs> so there was an optional pass fail, but you have to choose before you take the exam. Oof. And so like, if you walk out feeling good, it's just like too bad. You get a pass. Yes. And then the one I was super down for was optional pass fail after you get your grade back. And people were like, that's a trap because if the transcripts are all different from the school, like some people grade, some people pass, employers will know that pass means bad. And I'm like, like, yeah, but that freaking rules. Like that would just be so cool <laughs> to like get your grade and be like, and hide that forever from my GPA and from the world. Thank you. Like well, that yeah, would be so cool. You just keep the good grade. Situation alone would be yes. reason to like favor that, right? Thank you, Megan. Yeah. I'm not thank you, everyone else. <laughs> it was the <laughs> second. It it was like on the ranked. We did a ranked choice voting in our survey, and it was like the third to last was opt opt in after grades, right above opt in before grades, which was right above this like miscellaneous category where you write in whatever you want so people were even they even would rather have the normal grading system than this optional thing because it was just this extra added choice is very stressful you know okay can i can i just one more time plug something that i had that i've talked about in the podcast before but i just want to remind everyone of this so again during this unprecedented time (laughs) (laughs) I think that it's like, I'm wondering why, I mean, you and I both just are guilty. We are both guilty of this because we just spent the last 10 minutes talking about it. But like, why are grades so important if the ultimate deciding factor is the bar? Like, who cares what your grades are? If you can pass the bar, what does it matter? I don't understand. (laughs) It's just, it's such a, like, you've used this term before, gatekeeping mechanism. It's like, who is allowed certain privileges? And I think that the fact that right now at this particular point in time, the grading system is under siege in a law school class, especially a 1L class, it just highlights this. The, it's ludicrous. It's ridiculous. It has nothing to do with somebody's ability and everything to do with someone's circumstance. And I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I that's... For the reasons you described why I'm very against the curve, I think grades still have a some kind of helpful external motivation factor because like the minute WashU says that we're going past fail this semester, like Lydia is yeah. done. Like Lydia will do <laughs> Lydia out <laughs> some work. I, I still care about understanding the material. I do not care about running the material through every hypo I can get my hands on. Right. Absolutely not. We'll not be doing that. I'll be going for a pleasant bike ride instead. You know? Yep. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel you. (laughs) Woof. Okay. Well, we've just spent a lot of time ranting about this. And I happen to know for a fact 
but you have a chef's kiss sweet high for us this week. Oh, we're gonna should we do should we get to the structure of the should we do like the highs and lows? Oh my god, for no, I've I've touched on my highs and my lows and my bads and my ranting. Oh, you you seamlessly integrated it into our natural conversation instead of forcing a structure on it. I'm impressed because I'm always just what? like, oh, what's the structure? Lydia, do I get an A in structure? You get <laughs> an A plus. Oh my god, thank you. Okay, um, but te- but tell us, tell the people. Oh wait, hold on, I'm what? I'm. I'm curious if Elon has mentioned anything about grades. I'm guessing Elon not. Elon has not mentioned not anything yet, about grades. Because you just think... did exams. Like... Right. And because we... Surely they'll agree. Our that. entire winter trimester was in person. Like, it wasn't... a fe- Like, if if we were going to have a big right. national shutdown, right. it would be... Like, the timing couldn't have been more perfect. Um, <laughs> I'm inter- I, I hate to say it, but I mean, truly... Um, However, I'm interested to see what happens with with spring because we are online exclusively through April 10th, and I know that the schools in well, actually, that's not, I shouldn't say that. Um, the school district, the Guilford County School District, is online through about the same time, but I sh- I feel like I might be giving too much away, but but basically. There's reason to believe that because they have spent so much time and resource ramping all of these teachers up on how to conduct online class, it's like, why would you do that if you were just going to have class online for one week? So there's sort of like whispers of being online through the rest of the year. And if that's the case, I'm yeah. I'm gearing up for Elon to do the same. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you'll have a you'll have an update for us next time we record. Then yeah, probably. Sorry, I'm chewing. I made some risotto. It's okay. Yeah. I also have been secretly eating dill, sea salt, and olive oil triscuits this entire time. Thank you, mute button. Whoa, that sounds good. <laughs> it's so I know about good. the rosemary olive oil one. That's my dill. other box. They were doing a, a two for six wow. at the Harry Teat, which for those of you who don't know is the <laughs> Harris Teeter. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, me. Okay, here's my high. Tell us. I have a summer job. A what? I'm sorry, my old-timey friend. You're going to have to repeat that for the people in the back. One more time? A summer job. It's a job you do over the summer. (gasps) You don't say. (laughs) Yeah, this has happened in the past two weeks since I've talked to you. I ended up getting two offers. It was a very hard choice. Yeah. You had a choice? I know. (laughs) <laughs> I'll run this past you because like this is this was this was very hard for me but so last week I got an offer from the immigration law clinic at WashU if you're not familiar with like the structure of law schools there are often and, and a, a lot of law schools there will be a couple clinics which are just like places where actual attorneys will take on pro bono clients and a lot of students work with them and get to work on real cases, but like under the guidance of like a professor slash practicing attorney. And it's just in the law school and usually you get class credit for doing it and then you have actual work experience. That's usually a class that's done during the semester, but a lot of them hire a couple students over the summer too, just because cases don't follow an academic calendar. <laughs> like there are things Believe that Believe it students, or not. Yeah. Students have started on different immigration cases um, this semester, and then I'll kind of pick up those cases and work with them. Um, so my interview 
there was really positive and like in addition to these individual cases that which is what I would expect from like immigration law work. The clinic director also has some like larger scale projects that she wants a summer intern to work on. Like one, the one that when we were talking in my interview that I was most interested in was um, she wants someone to get in touch with different like immigration rights, like community groups and like activists and social workers to figure out what is the work that the community most want would most want like an immigration law clinic to do okay because Washu kind of just like set up an immigration law clinic and it's not like a community-led thing it's just something that the school like has for whoever can find it so that's really cool I would love like uh, I guess this would be kind of movement lawyering work that I talked about in the Reb Law um, episode. So that's really cool. Cause like I went to that, learned what movement lawyering was. Here's an opportunity to do that. Um, and it was something where like I sent in my application to this clinic and uh-huh. I was asked, I, I interviewed the next day. Cause it was just on campus. Like I used to work in an immigration law firm. Like I've done activism in the space and I was like, wow, this was just so like, a, if y'all have been listening for a while, you know, there were some things I applied for that I was just waiting and waiting to hear from. And like first the fellowship and then this other thing I really wanted. And so it was kind of one of those things where I was like, wow, this is what it feels like to be wanted. Oh my gosh. Right. And also um, I think that this is just like a, a good example of how, if you don't get a call in the first like two weeks, <laughs> like you should probably just like give it up. <laughs> Cause if they want you, they've read your application and they're calling yeah. you. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's the like worldwide rule, but for this, probably definitely. not. And but... like, I was pumped because like, I would not have to move apartments, you know, or pay double rent here in another city. Like the commute is the same. Like I just keep walking to campus. Is campus is so beautiful fun. with nice air conditioning. Like I've done a a cup. Like I did a volunteer thing for a different immigration law nonprofit here in St. Louis. And it's just like, it's a smaller space, you know, they've got a nonprofit budget and, but like the school does not feel like that. It's like a castle. Right. So I'm like, wow, I do like impactful work. Um, you know, but in this like nice place that I (sighs) have not, but, but, okay. So here's the thing. There's a big butt or a little butt. Um, I don't know. The, that's in the eye of the beholder, I guess. I, I it's like an unpaid thing, so I would get the school's stipend of three thousand. Okay, okay. For the summer, so that is just, just not a lot. That's to live on. not a lot um, of cash. No. I got this offer last week. I was waiting for a little. I was waiting for like a week, and then I got the offer. She gave me ten days to think about it, and I would have just immediately accepted. <laughs> Because when I interviewed with her, I was like, this is, like, we're done. This is yeah, good. this we're is it. Here. But, like, because I hadn't heard from her, I had sent in my application for this job where, and so I, I ended up waiting to hear from that and then had that offer. But the other thing, I had not, I had seen it floating around, seen the application floating around for a couple weeks, but it said Spanish fluency required, and I'm not fluent. But Wait, after and so I, this is for the application that you turned in while you were within this 10-day window of the clinic? No, like, 
I had turned it in before I even got the offer for the clinic. Like if I had gotten the offer, uh I wouldn't have even applied. Um, But like after I saw it still floating around, I was like, maybe no one who is like fluent in Spanish has applied to this. Mm. Um, So I'll just shoot my shot because it was a really cool position. It's just really unique. Um, So it w- it's a job that is run out of the Legal Aid Society in Chicago, but they have this like field work position in Southern Illinois, which is only a 20 minute drive from St. Louis. And okay. it's doing outreach to folks in industries that more, that kind of like notoriously engage in labor trafficking, like agricultural sites, construction sites. Um, so I'd be going to, I would just be like, kind of like a missionary i would just be like going up letting people know the good news that they have rights like i would passing out like information about like hotlines like answering questions and then like writing down questions people might have and doing like more legal research um and i mean that that sounds compared to the cool dude compared to the clinic is so intense and like i would be immersed in Spanish from what they made it sound like. I mean, who knows? Like I could have been talking to a lot of different people working on sites like that, but um, like the interview was okay. The Spanish part of it was fine. They asked me what my favorite food was as the last question after it was like, why do you care about human trafficking? Why do you care about? Whoa, a hard pivot. Okay. (laughs) You know, and like, I had prepared for the other questions, but not the last one. So I was just like, like, (laughs) I was like, okay, so, (laughs) <laughs> no you did not yeah I was just like mm, queso and they were like why and I was like queso va con todo <laughs> just, it goes with everything <laughs> I don't even know if I even said that right but it was just like I, I tried to say it very confidently so that they wouldn't question me like really like geez <laughs> anyways <laughs> like, I stand uh, by tacos. <laughs> but it was like I mean the legal aid society in Chicago is, is just like it's legit it is an actual it's an employer in a way that like a clinic at a school isn't seen as much of like an employer. I don't right. know. That I, I can't, that's my I, perception. No, I, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Like you're in a, com- you're, I mean, in Chicago, that's a big community. Yeah. Um, at yeah. school, it feels like you're still sort of within the shelter of like the wash you school right. system. Well, like I wouldn't be in Chicago, but I'd be like affiliated with, I would be employed right. by Chicago. And th- they also fly interns to, uh kalamazoo michigan for this big training and like reimburse the car expenses and and other travel that you have for like actually driving between like agricultural sites and stuff right um and like it's just like it could be outreach to people that no one else has common contact with because a lot of time people who are experiencing labor labor trafficking are living on site like they're boss also provides housing and like keeps all of their like documents and stuff like right. hostage it's a it's, so, a it's just a barrier to access so you'd be meeting people oh, yeah. where they lived and worked and yeah know. exactly yeah um so i mean that is just it it would be so hard like emotionally with the spanish like you know, there could be a boss who's, like, hostile, who's, like, get off my land. Like, I'm just thinking, like, you know, my hours would be different every day depending on the locations and what we've set up to meet with people. And, like, 
I would only be communicating with my supervising attorney over the phone and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, it's so hard. But like, oh, my gosh, it's just like it would be worth it. Um, and also that job paid $5,000. So mm. I'm just like, okay, no, but the clinic is like a known entity and it's right there. It's so convenient. So in my mind, this was like the big struggle. And then one of my professors emailed us and was like, Hey, if anyone, you know, has questions about their research for their briefs, LOL, we're still writing briefs right now during this pandemic. Please tell um, me your professor actually said, LOL. <laughs> I know that this. was my commentary. Dang um, it. <laughs> <laughs> or like if you have questions about summer jobs at this point in your search or you just want to chat right now while all of this is going on, give me a call. And I was like, mm. perfect. I like I keep asking other one else for advice and two L's too. And I'm just like, this is not like I need like a pro who's seen it all, who like can yes. give me the real. And I'm like giving her all my pros and cons. And like I'm I'm thinking, you know, by the end of this conversation, maybe she'll add one or two considerations for me that I hadn't thought of and that'll tip the scales. No. No? She, from the No. It, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like she gave me one or two considerations that tip that maybe would tip the scales. She from the beginning was 100% pro clinic. Like okay. my pros and cons list was pre-pandemic thinking. She was like that outreach job probably won't exist. Illinois is being very proactive. Like it's really, and like I had thought like, well, I can imagine like for social distancing outreach might not be good, but legal aid society would probably restructure the internship and maybe they'd give me like more remote work to do in addition to whatever. She's like, well, she you know, they haven't not told count you on what that. that would be. <laughs> and like the Wash U clinic is guaranteed. Like you will get that three thousand dollars. Like that five thousand dollars. Great point. You might never see. And I had emailed Legal Aid Society to be like, what? You know what? What's the plan here? And they were like, well, we don't know yet. Whatever, which is fair. Like they want to keep right. doing this outreach program. I probably shouldn't be mentioning people by name. I'm. I'm feeling like maybe I'm exposing private communications. Well, <laughs> well I, I still we're here. Damn it. I, I, mean, I really respect their work. <laughs> um, and I, I don't think they're going to do anything that's irresponsible with people's health, which is why I was just scared that the job wouldn't exist. But yeah, she was like the, I know the, the professor you'd be working with in the clinic. She's amazing. Like this will be a good experience for you. And like a lot of that work can be done remotely. Um, in the worst case scenario that we're still doing that all throughout the summer. So, you know, I was like, yeah, but this outreach work, I mean, this is like crucial work. And it's like, there's like kind of a lot of crucial work that's being put on hold right now. A lot of like community activism depends on people coming together and that's just changing. So I, I, so I chose the like safer option after talking with her. I mean, she basically like, sold me on that she but, sold me on that for you yeah <laughs> i mean also you have to remember this this like the sureness um of of the clinic it's it's not like you're you're picking like i'm not being very articulate you're picking the job that's gonna for sure give you three thousand dollars over the job that might give you five thousand dollars and like 
compared to everything else, like that's pennies. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. do it's what's like, gonna work for you. Yeah, and it's still impactful work. I don't feel like I'm like making a, a like a, that I'm like selling out or something. Um, right. I just feel like oh, I chose the thing that was easier when I could have chosen the thing that was harder. That but that's not always more. a bad thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you do not. This remind. Oh my god. What? Um, this is like the Mary Oliver poem, Wild Geese, where she says, you do not have to be good. You do not have to walk through the desert on your knees repenting. Like, you do not have to pick the hard thing. You can do what makes you feel good. Mm. In this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> In this I don't scenario, know. I don't like that as an ethos all the time. But yeah, I don't. I don't feel that bad about. It. I mean, this is still. I put it under high because I have a job. Hooray! But it was just a weird moment to have made a pros and cons list that was just like that. Just didn't completely factor in the coronavirus. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, how could anybody summer plan for the coronavirus? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, And I, you know, I'm concerned about how it's going to affect other summer jobs and long-term stuff, but not thinking about that really. Right. And I'm kind of just like thinking of my job from last year when I was working in that immigration law firm. I, I didn't have a job that could be done remotely. So like, wow, this is kind of, I feel like it's a good time to be a student for me. Like I have, I mean, I'm just taking on more debt, but like I have access to student loans and I wouldn't have had access to that if I'd been laid off. I'd be like, you know, putting stuff on a credit card or something. I don't know. Yeah. Have you thought about that? Absolutely. I mean, so my my job for the last many years uh, was completely contingent on this huge event happening in the summer. Mm. Um, and this event, you know, Basically, people fundraised all year to be able to participate in this event. Um, it it usually raised about $16 million. I mean, this is like a huge enterprise. And just yesterday, they announced that the event was canceled in the first oh. time of the event's history. Oh, my gosh. But of course it is. Of course it is, because, like, for so many reasons... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you have like thousands of immune compromised people <laughs> who are like right. living on the edge for a week like in close proximity with no access to running water to wash their hands. Like, of course, oh, of course, of oh course, this gosh. isn't going to happen. So, yeah, I, I've been thinking a lot about how I don't know what my life would look like if I was still in that job and how I'm really grateful to have access to student loans um, and to not be worried about rent in a few weeks and to not like I yeah I do feel really grateful this is could this pr- possibly be an extended plug for everybody to go back to school <laughs> in times of economic collapse being a student was really quite yeah, choice well, yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah, don't listen to me but um yeah yeah oh, I've been that's I, my, yeah that's my high it's a great high, though. Yeah. Give us another job. I, I'm just so glad I don't have to also be thinking about that right now. But also, I'm like, there. I saw on Reddit that, like, 
there was an internship that had been posted. Tons of people were applying for it, interviewing for it. And then the firm was like, you know what? We don't have the capacity to have this right now. And they pulled it. And I'm like, part of me is like, "Uh, I could have worked this hard and had an offer that then was rescinded. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I don't want to end the podcast on a low note, so we're going to have to say something fun after this. But today, after I finished my contracts exam, I heard back from my first internship, and it was a rejection. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You know. I hate that. Say la vie. I wish that they yeah. hadn't waited a month, but. Yeah, right? Yeah. it's The show must go on. Uh, <laughs> it was and, probably just because. <clears throat> of the pandemic not you Ooh, wish wish that were the case but in the email they said it was because they had 650 applicants oh and my gosh simply wasn't <laughs> up to snuff um yeah I don't, I don't know next week on on law school in brief maybe i will have discovered the magic words that get me at least an interview we'll see yes Wait, does your school have any clinics? Can you work for them? We could both work for the school. We don't have clinics. Man. None. Yeah. It's a bummer. We also don't have any summer funding. So it's looking more and more like I'm going to take online summer school for the summer school money, Um, Mm. which actually is like, I hate, like, I'm excited by that option. That's the only option that truly excites me at this point, Mm. to be honest. Um, yeah, and it, it makes sense. You're like, look how passionate I am. Yeah, look how about <laughs> learning. Look how passionate I am about online learning. And hey, at that I point, I'm going to be a pro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You know that. But and and like, I mean, that's kind of what I'm saying about like not knowing what's happening in the summer. It's like that could be like the safest option for you. Like. <clears throat> Right, you know? like not putting my eggs in any basket. And also, I forget if I told and you. like that one of these internships might have wanted you to come into the office or whatever. Or like right, had you doing stupid remote work that isn't even what you had interviewed for because they, right. they don't know what to do with you. And like you might actually get something out of an online class. And I am a firm believer in everything happening for a reason. I mean. You are? Oh, this is a topic for another day. I believe ooh, in I, I, I do. Like, yeah, like. Well, I mean, that's also spoken by somebody who enjoys their lot in life. Like, I'm not sitting right. at this desk in my, like, two-bedroom apartment that I, like, think is cute and I can afford thinking, like, oh, man, I made a left turn at Albuquerque. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> like, I'm like, everything has, like, worked out for me. So, I I don't know. This, These are the things that I tell myself when I say get rejected for an internship. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be okay. You've yes, been yes. rejected before. Like... The sky is not falling. Oh, wait, it is. We're all self-quarantined. <laughs> your golden birthday will be spent in the fetal position on the floor of your living room oh. watching SpongeBob SquarePants on repeat, whether you like it or not. That sounds kind of fun. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll end. Maybe I'll end uh, this. My high note will be that. <laughs> On our outline page on our Google Doc, I, before I started writing my outline, wrote this intention for us that (laughs) I think we should do our best to keep it light this week, is what I wrote. How hilarious is that? That... And then once I started, then once I started outlining, I was like, "Uh, uh, 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 sorry, I didn't realize what I was doing. Like, (laughs) 
obviously nothing is light right now. Yeah. Great, great parting advice. Keep it light, folks. (laughs) Yeah. Just trying to hang, trying to make the best with what we've got. Uh, If you feel the need, or actually not even the need, we want you to submit any wacky art that you're creating during your quarantine or DM us at at law school in brief on Twitter. Um, Love to see what y'all are up to because honestly, I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, it is amazing to have electricity and running water and heat and internet and stuff. I love it. It's so good. Big fan. Well, all right, my friend. And it's great to have friends like you, Megan. Yes, Lydia, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. I love you, listeners. Good night, we love moon. you. Good night. <laughs> Good night, moon. Bye. <laughs> Bye.